Welcome back to the Literary Lounge. I'm Emily. And I'm Paige. And we have our special guest on here, Ashley. Hi, everyone. She's one of our book club besties, so we can talk a little bit about how we met, I think. But um, my sister, myself, and Paige like, wanted to do a book club a couple years ago. Um, and so my sister used to work with you and yeah. Kayla, who's also in our book club. So that's like kind of how we all like came together. Like it was just kind of like, I know somebody that likes to read, you know, like somebody that likes to read and it just like came to fruition. And it's been so great because that's like the best way to meet friends, I think. Mm -hmm. I agree. I do want to know the honest truth of how I like wanted to get in this book club. Okay. (laughs) So uh, I had always wanted to read more. Yeah. But it's one of those things like, Life gets busy and mm-hmm. you, it's easier when you're held accountable for, right. for things. Mm-hmm. And then just to meet new people and new friends, that can be hard as an adult when you get caught up just it like, is it's hard. very hard as an adult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Kayla posted on her Instagram, like what book you guys were reading for your first book club, The Great mm-hmm. Alone. And I was like, wait, you're a part of a book club. I want to join. <laughs> yeah. And so I think she talked to Abby, your sister. And then, yeah, they were like, yeah, you, you, I got invited. I felt very honored. So. Oh, well, I'm glad that yeah. it worked out because yeah. yeah, we were kind of like, I think almost struggling to find people like, yeah. but like books are now kind of a thing. Like, I feel like more and more people are reading. It's like social media has made it popular again, like a popular hobby. But, like, a few years ago, it was starting to pick up, but I think we were kind of, like, hopefully we can find, like, you know, five girls that like to read. And so, like, it just, like, worked out really well, Yeah, I, I think. I think through COVID, honestly, like, there was there's certain things that kind of got picked up again because we all had to find hobbies and stuff to kind mm-hmm. of our time and I've loved this because I've gotten mm-hmm. to meet you guys and get close with you guys because we've been doing it for two years now yeah I think it's two yeah I think probably 2021 like COVID was still yeah. a thing but it wasn't yeah. like so dangerous where we were totally keeping our distances yeah yeah it wouldn't have been 2020 it had to have been 2021 yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's been a lot of fun yeah mm-hmm. yeah and now we to have make like friends. friends for you know life I feel like yeah yeah yeah. and yeah like there's like the friendship aspect of it too but like also like if you're like a huge reader like I've like it book club has like made me read books I never thought I would have read ever 100% our first book was The Great Alone yeah and like I would never would have picked up a historical fiction (laughs) so like and I loved that book yeah it pushes uh boundaries Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah so it's been great yeah it's been a lot of fun Mm mm-hmm yeah, many more good books to come, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's how we met Ash. So Book Club Bestie is here on the pod to talk today. We're going to be doing a spoiler-free episode on horrors and thrillers and mysteries. So we're going to talk like spoo- spooky season type books, um, just kind of within those three genres. Um, and today our drink that we're promoting is the Shells Oktoberfest. So Shells is a brewery based out of New Ulm, Minnesota. When I think of Shells, I think of the State Fair because they have by far, in my opinion, the best like State Fair stand. 
the sangria beer that we love so much, Pager. I love that beer. Yeah. So good. <laughs> so I was like, we have to promote them at some point, and they have a great Oktoberfest. So highly recommend. You can get it at most liquor stores in Minnesota. Um, and you get the sangria beer? Or no? Is that just state fair? I have never seen it in a liquor store. Not to say that you can't get it in a liquor store, okay. but I feel like it's a state fair, like staple. Shoot. <laughs> or like maybe do they only make it for the state fair they might i could see that being a thing but again i'm not totally sure oh, it's so good have you had it before no oh it's so but good. it sounds amazing it's yeah. very good we'll look for it next year when you go to the state fair yeah, yeah for sure yeah it's great um i don't know i'll keep an eye, an eye out for the sangria beer i guess thank you but <laughs> <laughs> um so before we get into this book talk Question of the week is, what are you guys looking forward to most in October? Any big plans? You want to kick it off, Ashley? Sure. Uh, October 1st, like starting off the month strong, I'm heading to an apple orchard in Stillwater, which Stillwater, if you aren't from Minnesota or don't live here, is beautiful in the fall. Mm -hmm. All of the leaves changing along the water, um, and I that's probably one of my favorite things is going to an apple orchard and getting the apple donuts. Oh, yeah. Um, Along with the mulled wine, but, you know. Yeah. Oh, yum. Do you ever do yeah. the wineries over there? Yes. Because that's, like, the a great time of year to do that, too. winery is yes. really fun. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that. It's gonna You and Michael? Good. It's um actually a bunch of girls from college. Oh, fun. Like a girls' yeah, day? a little girls' day. The boys are really jealous that they... <laughs> Uh, didn't get invited. But no apple donuts yeah. for them. Well, I'll bring some home for Michael, but yeah, <laughs> I might eat a couple on the way home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, nice. you need that. You need some girls' time. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. That sounds fun. What about you guys? Uh, for me, I am really trying to convince. Well, I don't have to convince him. He said we can go, but I want to go to a pumpkin patch and the, an apple orchard would be fun too. I haven't really looked into that much, but I really want to carve pumpkins this year. And like, I love like baking the seeds. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, yeah, I want to do that. Um, I really would love to go to the St. Croix Rhinery, but it's kind of pointless <laughs> for me I to go. if they have, like, an NA option. I, I bet they do. I don't know. I guess I didn't keep an eye out for it, like, last time I was there because I didn't need yeah. to. But, yeah, because I know they have, like, the ciders there, and then they have – I mean, I could probably just get, like, apple cider or, like, hot chocolate Are you going to carve a pumpkin for the baby? Oh, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so bad. I should. Cute. Yeah. That'd be so cute. David, yeah. Paige, and the baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get should. like a little baby one. Yeah. A little <laughs> baby be cute. Yeah. I should. Yeah. I think I'll do that. But what about you, Em? Um, I leave for Iceland in a few weeks. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm, I'm so jealous. excited. I'm very jealous. <laughs> Me, Nick, my parents, my sister, and her husband, and my uncle are going. So the seven of us are going to pile into a big van and just drive around the country of Iceland. It's going to be so that fun. That sounds so amazing. I'm so excited. We're going to do like the lagoons. We're going to do the national parks, um, eat and drink a lot of good food. We're going to like the lobster capital. Um, so we're going to eat some good lobster while we're there. I think it's going to be really fun. Experience all the yeah. things. Yeah. And come back and tell us about it and we'll be envious like when you went to Alaska. One of their delicacies and is sheep brain. Are you going to try it? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> also, I'm, I don't think I'm going to eat horse meat either. Oh, they, okay. Yeah, they eat horses and reindeer, which I, I guess is actually really hard to come by. Like, only there's only so many, like, 
reindeer tags. Like, oh. so it's pretty slim pickings to get, like, to be able to hunt reindeer, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So, anyway. Yeah, I don't think I would. No, I'm good. Like, I'm adventurous <laughs> to a point, but, like, eating horses is probably not on kind my, like, list of things to do. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I will eat the lobster for sure. Um, any kind of, like, just basic seafood. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anything we'd normally eat in the United States. I know that sounds so <laughs> lame, but, like. <laughs> you have to experience uh, all the things. Yeah. Yeah. No. To an extent. I like yeah. trying, like, other countries' candy, yeah. too. Like, yes. I wonder, what, like, what kind of candy they have there. Have you got, do you guys watch Zac Efron's, like, travel? Yes. Um, I love it. Netflix I show? haven't, but I've it's heard really that good. I have to watch it. You yeah. should. His first episode is Iceland, and, like, yeah. I want to do basically all the things that, like, he did on that episode. Yeah. Okay. Which we do, like, have some of those excursions planned. But there's, like, he went to this, like, chocolate shop in Reykjavik. Where you like make your own chocolate and stuff. Like you can add like nuts or whatever you want to it. That I don't know how much so that costs. Cool. But I at least just like want to walk in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also want to go to the penis museum. <laughs> this is probably going to be like not the... know that that was a thing. It's called yeah. the Phallological Museum. And it's like the only one in the world. But you go in there and they have like in jars, sculptures, like all these different things of like different animal penises. Is oh. that going to be weird with your <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with your parents and your family? Well, I don't know if they're going to want to go in there. <laughs> it's probably going to be like the torture museum we went to. Yeah, well, Belgium. that's the reason why I want to do it is because like when Paige and I were in Bruges, Belgium last year, we went to the torture museum <laughs> because we we're like, that sounds weird and interesting and like quite the experience, like $10 and it smelled so strange down there yeah. and they played like creepy music. They had all these like different like wax figures like reenacting so something literally out mechanisms. of a horror Basically, movie or yeah. book. Yeah, but like the thing for me is like I just like a good story. Like I like to like go to these types of things and be like, yeah, I did that. Like that yeah. was fun. Like that's and I survived. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I survived to the torture museum. I mean, and then penis yeah. museum. It was literally like $9 to get in. Like, yeah. I love that we just like, we didn't plan anything when we went there that yeah. day. Like, we literally just walked around. And we walked by this torture museum. Like, should we go in? Was there a lot of people there? <laughs> kind of. For like. Yeah, it was pretty busy in there. Yeah. But it, yeah, it was weird. It was very weird, but it was, it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> But it's just kind of one of those things where you're like, you look back on a trip and you're like, I did this like really weird thing. You yeah. Know? yeah. I tell people about that. Yeah, museum, me too. So. <laughs> Can't wait to hear about the penis museum. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> even if I have to walk in there by myself, I will. Just to be able to say like, I went I went in there. It was weird. Take and pictures. I laughed and I was super immature. And like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like Abs would go in there with me. Oh, oh she for would. sure. Yeah. For sure. So anyway, I'll have stories I'm back when I'm back. <laughs> I cannot wait. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, should we get into our book talk? Let's do it. Sounds good. Okay. So I've crafted up some questions for us to just talk about like like I said, horror books, mystery thrillers, like anything that has spooky season vibes to it, honestly. 
Um, and then I have a little game set up to it for us at the end. So like I said before, this will be spoiler free. Um, so if you're listening, don't worry, we're not going to ruin any books for you. Um, but first question I have for you guys is like of those three genres, horror, mystery, and thriller, like how would you rank them? And I want to preface that like they kind of intermingle. Like if you go on Goodreads and you look at the genre of books, it's like some people think it's a mystery. Some people think it's a thriller. Like it just kind of like depends on how you perceived it, I think. But like from your point of view, like how would you rank them and like why? For me, I think I would do thrillers as my number one horror and then mystery. I just love a good thriller. Um, just keeps me on my toes. Horrors, like, I I was really struggling, like, ranking that either number one or number two. But, like, I've had a hard time finding, like, a book that, like, really, like, scared me like mm-hmm. a movie would. Um, so I have yet to, like, find that. So that's why number two, mystery. I haven't read, like, too many mystery books, I guess. But um, that's just my third. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. What about you, Ash? I think for me, I did thrillers, mystery, and then horror. Mm-hmm. Um, only because, well, thrillers, I like you said, they kind of can kind of yeah. cross into all areas. So it's yeah. sometimes vague or hard to know. But if I am in a like book slump, I feel like if I grab a good thriller book, it will get me out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can like, if it's especially something that I can read, get through pretty fast and it keeps my interest. Mm-hmm. Um, mysteries again, I, I feel like if kind of are similar to thrillers in a way, or they, there can be some crossover, but I guess when I think of mysteries, I think of just the movies that I've watched or even like the games that I've played like clue or um, yeah. like I just went and saw a haunting in Venice and it's oh. kind of one of those like mystery, like who done it. And it's mm-hmm. this detective trying to figure out, you know, solve this case. Um, and I love stuff like that. Yeah. Um, horror uh, is one of those things that I haven't read that many books of horror and growing up, I watched horror movies sometimes but they literally scared me to death that I couldn't (laughs) sleep um and and now as an adult you know my husband he likes horror movies and so I've been getting more into horror films and and watching that and as an adult like understanding that like the boogeyman isn't going to come out from under my bed Mm -hmm. um but I've only read maybe like two horror books Mm -hmm. and like what Paige said um I know we've had problems, not problems, but (laughs) issues like the last few years during spooky season. Like we're like, we want to read a book that like literally scares us. Mm -hmm. And it's been hard to kind of find a book that really does that like a movie would. So, um, you know, if anybody has suggestions for us, because I feel like we always are hunting. Let us know. Yeah. 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 It's hard for me to like classify it, even though if it is classified as a horror novel, like it's hard for me to like classify it as that if it doesn't scare me. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Looking for something that's literally just going to like make me like constantly look over my shoulder and like wonder if there's something in the corner, you know? Yeah. 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 Like I, I think a paranormal book would do that for me. Yeah. Something paranormal. 
Yeah, we need to read something like that. <laughs> yeah, drop in the comments if you have a suggestion because, like Asher said, we really struggle to find, like, a good scary book. Mm-hmm. And we always, like, really want to read something like that. Like, I rem- we have this yeah. conversation, <laughs> I felt like, the last two years. Like, what book do we, should we read that's not 700-whatever pages yeah. Yeah. House of Leaves? I know it's going to yeah. scare us, you Like, know? I think it was either the first year or the second wait no this is our second year so yeah like last year I was like I really want to read like a fucked up book like something that's just like really messed up yeah Mm -hmm. but I guess tender is the flesh yeah it was pretty but I still feel like we can do better right yeah we can do better something else out there that's yeah even worse that book is like its own thing which we're actually going to be talking about next week and we'll yeah we'll talk about it today it's going to come up I mean you can't not talk about it this time of year yeah I feel like that book though it wasn't meant to be like spooky season vibes it was like the author wanted to make you think about something Mm -hmm. yeah what that is is probably open to interpretation but um I want to read like a spooky season Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah exactly yeah. What about you, M? So I would say thriller is at the top of my list. I, I like that there's always a tension in thrillers where either like the main character's safety is in jeopardy or like they're in the forefront of the situation. Like I just feel like they're twisty and they're heart pounding and like that's what I want. Like I want to be like fully invested in that kind of thing. Yeah. I would say horror would be my second choice. I agree with you guys where I've really struggled to find like a good horror book. Like either they are creepy and eerie or they're like laughable almost. I know that sounds mean, but it's like I have not read a ton of like good horror books, but I would like to. And so I have like high hopes for that. Third for mysteries, I think it's kind of tough because mystery tends to bleed into these other types of genres too. So like I do like that aspect of like, who done it like solve a crime whatever but like if that's all that it was I think it probably wouldn't be as interesting to me as like a thriller I agree um, with that but they all kind of intermingle and so it's I yeah. like things about all three I think so yeah it just kind of depends on the book but every time like I hear mystery I always think of like where what were the mystery books that we grew up with the like, boxcar children? Yes. Yeah. Did you guys read those? Uh, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's another one too. Magic Treehouse wasn't mystery, was it? I don't remember that one. Really? It sounds familiar, but I can't like okay. remember what it was. Yeah, there's like ones that I don't know if it's the Magic Treehouse or not, but I just like always think of like the books I read as a kid whenever I think of mystery. Yeah. So it's really like your first introduction to that kind of thing. Yeah. Leaves mm-hmm. an impact. Yeah. Um, what, like, can you guys think of the book that's, like, scared you the most out of, like, any book ever? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> we kind of talked about this last week. Yeah. Do you know what I'm going to say? I think we have the same book. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's not classified as a horror at all. Yeah. <laughs> Verity. Okay. That was mine, too. <laughs> because like that's like the only book where I was like constantly like looking like in the corners and like like when I was I was reading it like at three in the morning I was like my door was open in my bedroom and I was like constantly looking at like the black box of my door like waiting for a face to like (laughs) pop out and it's like not even classified as a horror but like geez she scared the shit out of me with that girl yeah Yeah. nope 100 percent agree like I literally was like looking (laughs) over my shoulder in my house like after reading that book 
Yeah. What about you? I Ash? think for me, um, do you remember when we read Some Will Not Sleep? Yeah. S- just some of those stories. Because I remember even as a kid, like, the scariest stories to me are those, the ones that, like, the short stories. Like, like the, it's yeah. like an anthology book. Yeah. Right? Like, it has, like, a bunch of different, like, mini horror Where stories. it kind of leaves you kind of hanging a little bit like it'll tell you a story and then it's like okay on to the next and you're like wait but what happened like Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. so there were some of the stories in that that were kind of laughable that weren't like that creepy but some of them were so no I I totally agree that one yeah yeah that was kind of fun that we did that I didn't read the whole thing it was different though yeah Mm -hmm. I read some of them and some of them are like I think I read some of the more disappointing ones but but also the cover is creepy it has like a dead baby like <laughs> wait what <laughs> uh, yeah is it up i don't even know if you have it up there on the it, bookshelf i have um, it somewhere it has not a, a dead cover. baby but it has like a <laughs> baby face that just looks like i know dead. what you're talking about it was okay like yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i guess i don't even know what it was yeah i didn't pay that i'm quite. definitely a cover girly like i i will judge a book by its cover oh, <laughs> that's <same>. okay <laughs> So I'm like, this is this is creepy. Like even just the cover creeps me out. Yeah, yeah. it helps. I think mm-hmm. branding. We love good branding. Yes. Here. Yeah. <laughs> um, just I guess on that same topic, like, can you think of a book that's made you like extremely uneasy? <laughs> I think we all have probably. I think we have the same. All of us have the same <laughs> book for that. I have two. Well, okay. three books. Well, kind of two, but I guess haunting and hunting Adeline both of them are like they make you feel so uneasy just because the stuff is so like fucked up in it but like they're so good like thing about those books is like yeah they make you super uneasy they also make you question yourself because yeah, you're like, you, like crave more because you're kind of like do I like that yeah <laughs> like, I think I do like, it's yeah I haven't read them crazy. but I've I've heard that I probably should. It's a wild ride. They're like the <laughs> ultimate smut. Like, yes, you will not like, read anything that's spicier. That's what I've heard. We always talk about how like our um, rankings of how spicy a book is is just so skewed now because of that book. <laughs> like nothing can really compare. Like that to, was like, a five <laughs> and everything else is like that was mild. Yeah. Yes. To, yeah. Like Colleen Hoover is like a mild salsa. Oh, compared to like this book. Yeah, like a one pepper. <laughs> yeah, maybe like half of a pepper actually. Oh my gosh! Like it's it's very very spicy. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to let you guys know. I have so many TBRs just from our conversations even before yeah. this. So I think I'll you can handle it. it. Yeah, oh, there's I a think... lot of trigger warnings on it. Okay, I'll have to look but, at those beforehand. Yeah. But yeah. I can handle it. It's a I'm long a list girl. in the beginning yeah. of the book. <laughs> I feel like we always have to say that when we bring up haunting and hunting Adeline, <laughs> just because yeah, no, it's, there's it's so many worth mentioning. Yeah, um, what's yours? I feel like we probably have the same one. I think we have the same one. Tender is the flesh. Yep. Yeah, it made me so it I it's it's cringy. Yeah, and like you said earlier, I think the author didn't mean. I mean, she probably wanted you to cringe. I think that's part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the bigger picture is to make you think more mm-hmm. about yeah. something, but. It is very unsettling. It it yeah. is, but did you like it? Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think she, I'm trying to. I think she 
was able to accomplish what she wanted to mm-hmm. um, out of reading it like with me, like in terms of making me think more about certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it kind of made my stomach turn. And so it's hard to like, like it's definitely a book I'll never want to read o- over again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One and done. But yeah. What about you, Em? Yeah. I have similar feelings about that book. Like just, I guess for listeners that don't know what we're talking about, Tenders of Flesh is a dystopian horror novel where um, in the future, like animal meat is inconsumable. Consumable. Like there's something wrong with it where it like is toxic for humans to eat. And so slowly society turns to eating humans where they're factory farming humans. And so like the entire time I hated it. Like I was like, this is absolutely fucked. Like it's so gross. Like just like the entire time I was so uncomfortable and easy, like all of the things I finished the book. I was like, I'm so mad we read that, but looking back on it and obviously like with us talking about it next week, like I'm going to have to read it again. <laughs> like I, I would honestly say like it actually was a good book though, because it, it, like you said, it makes you think Yeah. like, I don't think the author wrote it thinking like, I'm just going to freak everybody out for no reason. Like she was like, I want to make a, a point to factory farming or I want people yes. to think about these things, the way animals are treated or something like we can speculate all day about like what her motive was. But like, I just think it's such a good book because it's very thought provoking. Mm-hmm. I would still call it horror though, for sure. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? No. <laughs> <laughs> I would become vegan so fast it wouldn't even be funny. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I same. mean <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, let's move on from that. It's yeah gross. If um, you wanna know more about that book, we will be talking about it next week. Yep. In full detail. With Paige's so. brother in law. Yes. <laughs> literally okay we'll talk about this next week but literally when we first started this podcast we're like we have to have chris on and we should make him read tenders of flesh <laughs> i cannot wait i don't think he's enjoying it. i think he's trying to get out of it honestly <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna listen to this this week be like you bitches <laughs> <laughs> sorry we're you really had excited to say the entire on. time <laughs> yeah he's known about this for months <laughs> oh yeah he's known about it for almost a year um so oh that, yeah geez it's been that long almost yeah since we talked he's early, had ample time to prepare for early this. february <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep uh, so that'll be a good one tune in mm-hmm. um read the book first though uh okay next question for you guys um can you think of a book with like a really great twist i have a few um one local woman missing that book like i could not predict really like what the ending was gonna be um it's like another like who done it like uh and then all also all the dangerous things is another one mm-hmm. that i like loved i loved that one i think those are both five star reads for me um the good lie and then hidden pictures we did episodes so, on all those yeah i know <laughs> but like for a reason. Yeah. They were good Exactly. Books. They're yeah. great, great books. A couple of them we did novellas too, just FYI. So novella, our novella episodes, we don't spoil. Yeah. I think we did all the dangerous things. I think, did we do a novella on The Good Liar or was that a full episode? That was a full episode. Uh, Local Woman Missing was probably, I think that was a full episode too. So it was yeah. just, it was just all the dangerous things. So um, 
yeah, I highly recommend those books. They have mm-hmm. great twists. If you love very twisty books, they kind of keep you on your toes the whole time reading it. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? <gasps> I read this a while ago, but Gone Girl by mm-hmm. Gillian Flynn. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ever need to get out of a book slump and you haven't read that book yet, it'll take you right out of it. I read it, I don't even know how many years ago, seven, eight years ago, and I still think about how I felt when there's just a part in the book that the author just kind of makes you, I I just remember feeling so angry at one point, like feeling duped, Mm -hmm. like I'd been lied to, like how dare this, how dare she betray me, (laughs) right? (laughs) (laughs) But then, but that's part of fun in reading is feeling those emotions and going through those experiences and so I'll never forget it I still I haven't watched the movie because it's one of those things like the movies are usually never better than the books um and I just still remember how I feel reading it and so the twist when that happens is it I was very angry but then just I had to keep reading (laughs) so that's, that's mine. So, like, the twist was more, like, in the middle. Because like, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of twists are, like, at the end. Yeah, so like it was interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, it happened in the middle. And, I mean, even... I And it's one of those books that it keeps you kind of guessing as to mm-hmm. what's happening. And then when that part happens, it completely throws you off. Okay. Um, because you don't see it coming at all. And then the rest of the book is basically you kind of figuring out what happened. So it kind of is one of those books that it helps tie everything up at the end, sort of in a bow. It doesn't Mm -hmm. leave a whole lot of questions. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's interesting. I've never had another book do that to me. So that is such a beloved book. Mm -hmm. Like I watched the movie. So like, I feel like I know what you're talking about. It was a long time ago, but like, I wish I had gotten the experience of like reading that because I feel like it would have been such a, a roller coaster yeah yeah i haven't read it or watched the movie so i'm gonna read it first oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> read it definitely. first definitely yeah. do that um for me i would say hidden pictures i mean we talked about that one last week so not trying to like promote all of our podcast episodes but also like promoting all of our podcast episodes <laughs> but like it truly is a good book like yeah. it's a horror you could also argue it's a thriller it's it's got all the things and like the twist is great like Neither one of us saw it coming when we were talking about it last week. Like, I I just really felt like that book was really well thought out. Mm-hmm. Like, just oh, the yeah. build up to the ending is very genius, I felt. Like, it, everything I made agree. sense. I am constantly looking for a plot hole. Like, couldn't find one. It was just, it was great. Yeah, I agree. I haven't read it's it. Good. It's on my TBR. This would be the, read a great time season. of year to read yeah. that book. Okay. Because it's, like, horror. Yeah. So, you know. Because I know I think we had maybe talked even last year about possibly reading it, but... Yes. There was other stuff that... Yeah. mm -hmm. We always have, like, so many suggestions. Oh, my gosh. It's hard to, like, get to all of them. Yeah. 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 I recommend reading it. Well, just Mm -hmm. because, like, the picture... Like, there's actually pictures in it. Okay. And they're creepy. (laughs) So... (laughs) Yeah, read it. It just adds so much to it. Okay. Because I did the audio book, and after, like, talking a page about it, like, I missed out on, like, part of the experience. I'm assuming, like, the pictures would still be, like, in kinocopies and stuff, right? 
Yeah, I would think yeah. so. So with the audiobook and there's pictures, would they say like, oh, there's now on this next page, there's a picture or would they just skip no, over that part of it? Like in the story. So I guess the premise of the book is like this young woman is a nanny to a little boy. There's a lot more to it, but like the little boy draws creepy pictures of his imaginary friend. Oh, okay. And so um, like when they would talk about the pictures, like, in the audiobook or whatever, it was the same thing as the story where it was like, oh, the main character found this creepy drawing in her guest house and it was a picture of a creepy woman under the table. Like it was, it would describe it and it was still part of the story, like just kind of telling you what's happening. But then like in the actual physical copy, you got to see the drawing. Oh, okay. So like you don't, so it adds to the, again, adds to yeah. the experience. Yep. So like I still was able to picture everything because it was narrated like part of the story like you know mm-hmm. character found it or whatever but like yeah. getting to see it I think would help and like a lot of times I think sometimes that can actually ruin experience but based on those images I think it enhanced the experience okay yeah good to know so get the physical <laughs> <laughs> um okay next question for you guys so can you think of like a great thriller horror etc that would like make a good movie and then like <laughs> who did you picture in that movie you can go first uh, i okay i don't have like actors or actors like i'm so bad with like names i was gonna say i was like i did not come up with any for mine because i was like you guys are so good at that (laughs) i am not we do talk about it at book club yeah it's like one of our standard questions yeah yeah so we'll have to come up with some together okay let's do it i think local woman missing would be a really good one that would be Mm -hmm. a good one yeah and I was going to say hidden pictures, too. Yeah. But since we already talked about that so much. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I would say Local Woman Missing would be really good as a movie. Yeah. I'm trying to picture, like, who would be in that one. Um, because a bunch of the characters are kind of, like, mid to early 30s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I can't even remember, like, the descriptions of people. So, like... You know who I pictured as Delilah? Um, it's just because of how she talks in the audiobook. You know Ozarks, the blonde girl? Yes. I'm blanking on the actress's name. She's pretty popular. She's in a lot of stuff. Is it Julia? Yes. Just, I can't remember what her last yeah, name yeah. is. She's who I pictured for Delilah. Like, I feel like she could pass as, like, a younger girl. Okay. Oh, 100%. I haven't seen Ozark. Yeah. But... Um, she has like a very like uh she looks very young very like hick accent i don't mm-hmm. know if maybe that's in the, the show right. yeah but like in local and missing because that little girl's been like oh yeah you know in the basement for so long she talks like that that's like immediately who i pictured mm-hmm. hmm. that's a good one mm-hmm. i think i picked verity i know like would be good too yeah. yeah like we well i know like because we've talked about that with um it ends it ends with us like we Mm -hmm. were kind of disappointed with yeah I don't with who they like some of the actors that they picked to actually play like Blake Lively Mm -hmm. we've talked about that yeah but like I don't know about the other ones we'll see but um I don't know I was trying to think about this like who would be Verity like who Blake Lively would be a good Verity, maybe. <laughs> I know, but, yeah. I was like, but I'm like, how cliche is that for me to be like, well, she can be an all the <laughs> I love Blake Lively. <laughs> she can I do, do it. too. <laughs> yeah. 
I but think I'm like, she would be a really good Verity, actually. Yeah. Yeah. She matches, like, the age. Yeah. And, like, Verity's blonde, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think she'd be a very good Verity. Yeah. You and then I- who would be Lowell? Or Lowell. Oh, that's the main character. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no. no, Jeremy. Jeremy's the husband. Lowen is the oh. um, the other girl. So I have who one would, for Jeremy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know who Alexander Skarsgård is? He's in um, The Northman. Okay. Or um, have you seen Big Little Eyes? Yes. He is Nicole Kidman's husband. Oh, yeah. He would be He's good. a pretty big actor. But he's like, you know, kind of sexy, mid thirties, yeah. probably. Yeah. I pictured somebody like that. Yeah. Um for Lowen. That's a tough one. I can't remember. Do her you remember like what she looks like? Yeah. I can't. I honestly can't. And I even though they described what Verity looked like in my head, because she's so dark, I imagine her as like just this pale, like homely looking like woman <laughs> picture like emma roberts almost we talked about this last week oh, in the hidden you? pictures episode i pictured her as like even though she's like described as like so like any book i read like they'll put the description but i make my own up in my head yeah like of what they look like and i pictured her as like the grudge <laughs> that's probably why i got so scared yeah you know, oh, like the imaginary friend what you picture the imaginary friend like the grudge oh right no I pictured Verity as a grudge too, because she's always creeping over the fucking I did too. railings and oh. stuff. That's what I honestly yeah. in my head had her has like. Oh really? I, I, I pictured yeah. many things as a grudge because that oh movie scared the like, shit out of me when I was a kid. Yeah, that in the ring. They yeah, had like yeah. similar and ring girl too. Yeah. That's what I picture Verity as. That's why I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, you guys had a completely different experience than I. I was still <laughs> freaked out by that book, and I pictured a regular woman. Really. Yeah, but she was like creepy as fuck, like standing at the top of the stairs. Like, what? yeah, no, I pictured her like. I I just went. I went with it. My yeah. mind just like went there. Yeah. But she's but because she's that yeah dark and creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Em? Have you guys heard of or read Mexican Gothic mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. Sylvia Moreno Garcia? So she's like a. She writes like kind of horror or um, dark thrillers, kind of. Um, but Mexican Gothic, to summarize it quickly, is about. So the main character, she's I believe she lives in Mexico City, and so she goes. This is maybe like fifty, sixty years ago. It takes place, but she goes to this like wealthy family's estate because her cousin married like a wealthy white man, and so her cousin is like very, very sick, and she's getting like skeptical of the family like she thinks that they're making her cousin sick and they're trying to gaslight her like no she's just come down with this or whatever and like we can't seem to find a cure and so it's like very creepy but there's also like a whole fantasy twist to it too but it's very good but it's a horror book I gave it a five when I read it like a few years ago but um I guess for the actresses like because both the girls are like young Hispanic women like I pictured the main character be Jenna Ortega because oh my gosh I'm obsessed with her (laughs) me too I pictured her cousin to be um Rachel Zegler from a West Side Story oh yeah she's she hasn't done that the that many right she's like a newer up-and-coming actress 
um, for like her like wealthy white husband, I picked Glenn Powell from t- like the new Top Gun. Or like, have you seen Scream Queens? Yes, he's wasn't he hot. dating? Um, Alice or he's supposedly allegedly dating Sydney Sweeney. Yes, because they're yeah. supposed to be in like a ro- a romance movie together coming yes. up. And he had like a girlfriend. He had a, girlfriend. She had a boyfriend or yeah. a fiance or husband or something, and they like. Yeah. Allegedly had an affair. Yeah. He's really hot. Anyway. He is. He's in a lot of um, movies that he's a pilot. Yes. (laughs) He just like fits that. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. So I pictured like him, like somebody just like that could be very polished, like blonde white man. And then um, if you guys have read the book, Francis, who's like kind of the awkward I can't remember what his role is in the book, but he kind of helps like the main character in a way. He's kind of like conflicted as like where his loyalties stand. But I pictured Finn Wolfhard, even though he's supposed to be blonde, I s- because he's like kind of awkward. I just pictured like somebody tall and lanky and mm-hmm. l- like kind of not preteen, but like you know what I mean. Early. He's 20s. still in that awkward phase. I feel yeah. Like At least it's like Stranger Things or like yeah. It. Well, in it, he's like a kid, but. He's kind of growing up now, so mm-hmm. with that show, I'd be curious to see, like, what they do with those actors and actresses, because they're getting older. I know. We watch them grow up before our eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, if you read Mexican Gothic, that's that's what I was picturing. Um, is there any books of these genres that you guys have unpopular opinions about? I guess for me... Going back to Tender is the Flesh, which you guys are going to be talking about next week. I feel like we read it before. It's kind of interesting. I feel like I've been seeing it everywhere on TikTok. Yeah. And we read it last year before I feel like maybe it kind of got more hype or was talked about was more. Was it last year or was it two years ago? Maybe it was two years ago. No, because that would have been... Oh, wait. it was last year. Yeah, you're right. Was it? No. Man, I don't know. Anyway. Oh, either read it. way <laughs> I think we read it before like the hype of it or people mm-hmm. were talking about it and now I see people talking about it all the time and mm-hmm. I honestly feel like I read a different book than they did <laughs> <laughs> because everyone's like this was great and I'm like um <laughs> it was thought-provoking but I don't know if I would give it five stars like yeah uh, so um that's what I chose mm-hmm. it's yeah definitely not an enjoyable read no which I guess all the hard conversations or hard things in life or in any situation mm-hmm. like aren't fun to talk about or read about. But that's one of the nice things about like books, I guess, is we get to th- I like when they take you somewhere, mm-hmm. but somewhere that's like kind of enjoyable that you can come back <laughs> out of. Like, yeah. This does not seem it wasn't enjoyable to be in. And I, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree. It was like not the kind of escape that any of us wanted. No, <laughs> that you look for when you go to grab a book. You're like, gosh, we I have to keep reading this because again, like for book club, you feel accountable. Like mm-hmm. I really want to finish this. Everybody else is reading it, and you're like, I really don't want to keep reading this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. yeah, that's a rough. But one. like you did say, um, you know. And you were like, I can't believe I, they're, you know, we're reading this, but it's one of those books that it's kind of like a slow simmer. Mm-hmm. Like the more that you reflect on it afterwards, 
you appreciate it's you appreciate it. It's like a mm-hmm. fine wine, right? Like yeah, that's you a good kind good, of that's a good way to put it. <laughs> you kind <laughs> of like continue to think about it because I still think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're like, oh, now I see where she was going with that, or like yeah. that's a good point. Yeah. So again, I think it's worth reading if you know if you like thought provoking books, but. Yeah. Just know that you're going to be uncomfortable and it's not one of those books that you're going to like really enjoy <laughs> like sitting down and reading. Yeah. Otherwise you might need some other help, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say like, I kind of enjoyed it, <laughs> but like not like in like a, sen- like I enjoyed it in a sense where it was like, it kept my attention. Like it was, it was messed up to read, but like it, I it like I had to keep going because I was like what like how does it come to this point you know so I mean and I love scary movies though like I'm obsessed like that's all I ever want to watch is horror movies so I mean like that I think contributed it sure a lot but (laughs) yeah I don't know (laughs) to each their own I guess yeah I remember you struggled with it so much. Yeah, I re- I think I like yeah. when we got you're like I don't know why you guys made me read this. Like you were so mad at <laughs> all of us. Pissed. And then you got to we got to the the meeting mm-hmm. and there was like the Kayla <gasps> made Kayla, like the special meat that, buffalo chicken dip. That was amazing that Kayla yeah. had like a themed meal that was for the it. Ultimate you were ready to night. Throw up, it was. I still ate it. <laughs> I ate the buffalo chicken dip. But, yeah. Uh, and it was delicious. It was really yeah. good. Yeah. It was fun, though. Yeah. But looking back on that book, like, I'm glad we're going to talk about it next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me too. There's a lot to talk about with it. Mm-hmm. I think, like, the more you sit with it, like, the more you uncover with it, too. So. Yeah. Yeah. What was yours? Um, I wouldn't, I guess I wouldn't really say it's, like, an unpopular opinion, but we just read Rosemary's Baby, and that was, like, a very well-loved book back in, mm-hmm. like, what is it, 1960s? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it's just, like, the older writing style or me just being, like, a harsh critic for horror books. Um, but, no, I didn't, like, really enjoy it that much. Like, it was kind of just boring to read, I guess, for me. Um, I never got, like, a spooky vibe from it at all. I guess it just wasn't really what I expected. Yeah. But you guys, like, I had the lowest rating out of all of us during that episode, so. Did you, have you seen the movie? Yeah, we watched the movie, too. So we did the episode on the movie and the book. I've never seen it. Is it creepier than the book? No. It's, like, the exact same thing. Yeah. I'd say, like, maybe just watch the movie. I don't know. I mean, unless you, like, want to read it. But, like, it's the same experience either way. How you mentioned earlier how, like, usually the book is better than the movie. I would say, like, in this case, they did a very, very good job literally making the movie the same as the book. Like, you okay. don't really miss a beat. No. Like, like the, 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 um. Premise? No. Actress. Like, the script is, like, the same as it is, like, in the oh, book. Like okay. Like, when me and David were watching it, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, that that's literally exactly what they said in the book. Like, Oh, we were yes. going to do, like, separate episodes. Like, we were like, okay, we're going to do a full book dive, and then, like, the and next the day movie. we're going to release a bonus episode and talk about the yeah. movie. And we all, like, us and our husbands got together, and we were like, yeah, we cannot do separate episodes. Yeah, it's like, we're going to be repeating ourselves. Yeah. yeah. 
But I would say, like, even though it's a really old movie, like, it's a vibe. Like, you know, this time of year where you're like, I kind of want to watch, like, old classic horror. It is a classic. Like, I don't regret it at all. Like, I actually kind of liked it. I think the movie's, like, great. I mean, just for the vibe, you know? Like, make some popcorn, watch an old movie kind of Yeah, yeah. Because I've always wanted to watch it, but it's, like, if it's not worth it, you know? But Well, I would say watch it instead of read it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. What about you, Em? I would say my unpopular opinion is House of Leaves by Mark Danielewski. Oh, that's I'm sad about this one. So I'm really sad you. about this one too, but I'm also happy that you read all 800 whatever pages and <laughs> we didn't have to go through yeah. it. <laughs> True. So and now we don't have to go through that. <laughs> I I read it a year ago, but I honest to god like don't remember what I read. Like, I don't know if maybe I'm just like not smart enough to read a book like that. Wasn't it almost on your DNF list that like you don't even have a list? Yeah, I don't really DNF books and I hated it. Like it's just so weird. Like, I, I'm probably not even going to explain it very well, but it's, like, it's almost like you're reading, like, a uh, found footage movie. Like, you know, like, oh. like Blair Witch Project is kind of, oh, like, like, yeah, it's kind of like you're reading something like that where it's almost like, it's, like, a script, and then the pages are weird in some chapters where you get like a couple words on a page and like you get a whole other page of just like gibberish that you're like, what am I reading? I still don't know what I read. (laughs) I hated it. Like, I don't know. Maybe somebody in the comments, like tell me what I was supposed to get out of that book. But like, I do not recommend at all. And it's always like when you look up like horror books to read, that one's always on the list. Yeah. And I like chucked it like, sold it or something brought it to goodwill like i don't know i just I like hated it, it. <laughs> <laughs> you were so you were ashamed to have it so I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like i don't know maybe somebody i should have kept it so somebody else could like give it a try but yeah no don't recommend that you guys um <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was on my tbr too <laughs> It's just um, like so like interesting because like the words are like all weird on the pages. They're like all and scribbled and like they kind of yeah. go around the pages sometimes, right? Like they're not. Yeah, all but I don't know what I read. <laughs> yeah, but like I feel like that's like what catches your eye about the book, and then you're like, "Ooh, like I want to try to read that." Oh yeah, I was so but pumped when I bought it. Good, yeah. I was like, "This is so weird and awesome," and I'm like, "I'm yeah, so and I'm confused. gonna make all the girls in book club jealous." And then we're all like, "Thank God, Emily read that for us." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so, any books that would be a letdown? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you have one? <laughs> Smoke gets in your eyes. Oh. We just did the... That well, was last actually, week's episode. Yeah, that was last week's episode. Um, I hated that book. Like, that was a one star for me. I, I, I DNF'd it. I couldn't even finish it. Oh, and, like, really? I never DNF'd book. I've only DNF'd, I think, two books. Maybe three. And... Yeah, I could not get through it. Like, I absolutely hated it. So. The author, um, it's it's nonfiction. So the author has, like, crematory experience, oh. like, working in crematorium. Mm-hmm. And so she tells a lot of stories about, like, her time doing that. Her, like, ultimate goal is to but be, like, a funeral director. It's not even, like, stories, though. Okay, I think this is, like, why I got so, I was so disappointed in it. Because, like, I went into it re- thinking, like, it was going to be, like, weird creepy stories about her working in the crematorium but yeah like the majority of it was like history of 
like death and like death practices. So like, and like I, that could be for some people, but like, I didn't really care too much about it. So I don't know, like just, it was just more like how the U S practices death and then like how other cultures deal with it too. So she argued that like the United States isn't accepting of death, like with our practices, like our funeral practices of having like open casket and all that stuff. It's kind of like, a way to deny death almost sure like we're not willing to accept that this person is gone we're gonna make them up and like yeah so she had like kind of an interesting take on it but like Paige said she did a lot of she had like a medieval history like major in college or something so she kind of like talked a lot about like how other societies and in the past people have handled death sure so it's kind of you can't have to be up for that kind of thing, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so she brought up good points, but also it's kind of like if you're not super interested in that kind of thing and she's bringing up all of this history, it's kind of like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like she did bring up like a couple good points, but like I guess for me, like my opinion on it was like she's just like kind of dragging the U.S. death practice and like. Sure. But like that's like our culture of doing it. Like if that's like what makes us feel better about so, like your loved one passing and like that's how you want to remember them why are you like dragging it yeah when she's also saying another culture practices cannibalism as their like practice for it so yeah. like why how can you say one is okay and one's not because so it's just different cultures like practicing like do you think you they... would have enjoyed it better if she k- approached it more with like a non-biased opinion like do you feel like she definitely probably bias yeah so probably maybe it, it came across more as like informational and just showing maybe the pros and cons of of each maybe yeah but again too like I also went into it thinking it was more gonna be like stories and yeah like, yeah and it yeah. was more just like mm-hmm. that makes history. sense so yeah she did bring up some good points about our society how I definitely agree with her take on like we don't talk about death enough we don't. I agreed with that too. Yeah. Yeah. We I think don't. it should be talked about more. But yeah, like she did have some good points, but like I just thought some of the points she made too were just like how like how are you making a point with this? Like mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot. And it's one of those things like a lot of times when death does occur, it's the practices afterwards are either like religious or ceremonial, so by her kind of maybe having a bias towards one versus a different cultures, she's kind of, it can maybe come, I mean, I had, I haven't read it, but it could come across as like either disrespectful or, yeah, you yeah. know, like we need to have respect for everybody handles death and grief and those situations in their own way. And one way is not better than another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's so true. So it is a very big piece of death. You know, everybody thinks about what happens after death differently. Yeah. And maybe how you choose to practice honoring that person is going to look different based on what your beliefs are. Yeah. Yeah. So So, um, if she came in with an unbiased point of view, it probably would have been better. But like just she just like was really hating on the U.S. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. It was interesting, though. Like some of the I mean, some of the stories she had were like. Ew. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so anyway what you would expect i guess but yeah yeah so that was last week's episode we got on into all that 
Um, what about you? Um, I, again, kind of like um, uh, Gone Girl, I read this book, uh, I don't know, five, seven years ago. But I just remember it kind of sticking with me as not being super, like I was really hoping that eventually, you know, you get to the end of it and it's going to have this awesome twist and it's going to be this great book. And it just kind of was like, I got to the end and I was like, oh, well, I just wasted all this time. So The Good Girl. Okay. Um, uh, I feel like it's it was really hyped up and it was kind of along the same time when like The Girl on the Train and like all of those books were kind of coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was really looking forward to reading it and I read it and it, and it wasn't bad. It just... I guess didn't live up, and maybe it was my own hype in my head. I don't know, but that can it just, get you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just I got to the end and I was like, this was good, but it wasn't. I don't know if I, it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, wasn't the best. Yeah, bummer. She's written better books. Mm-hmm. What about you, Pedro? That was smoke gets in your eyes. It's your turn. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have another October wow, fast. Wow, just me. That uh, whole rant I went on about how I hated that book. <laughs> just We're just going to cut like, that out. Pick a different one. <laughs> um, mine is And Then There Were None by Agatha Christie. So she was the first, like, person in, like, the mid-early 1900s to write one of those storylines. It's a trope now almost where, like, this group of people go to a deserted island and they get picked off one by one. She was really like the first person to take that premise on. So like this book is like a beloved horror novel from mid 1900s. Nick and I listened to it. I just, I think it's like how Paige felt with like Rosemary's baby, like writing style, but it was so outdated to me. Mm. I felt like it was very blah. Like sure. The mystery of it all of like who's, who's picking off all these people was kind of interesting, but it's like the way that the story was told was just not for me at all. Like it was just very old. Like I, I don't recommend like putting yourself through that. I think you could probably get that same, you'd literally watch knives out. Like you could get the same thing somewhere else. Like it just, I didn't really like get the hype, I guess. It's a very beloved horror novel. Agatha Christie is like known as being like the queen of horror. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, love that for a woman. Like, we, we oh, love 100%. that. Oh, 100%. I'll, yeah. Maybe I'll try another one of her books. But that one, I was like, I didn't really see it, I guess. So, um, next question for you guys. So, do you have a book that you'd recommend for, like, the ultimate spooky season vibes? Um, if you can handle it, I'd say the Haunting Adeline series. Because I feel like that's, like... It, it's like the epitome of spooky season and like mm-hmm. the author is like a huge huge horror fan so she's like constantly like dropping little like hints at like movies that she loves during it and it's not like in a cheesy way either I didn't think at least um but she loves horror so she like really brings in like pieces of horror in there mm-hmm. and yeah it's very messed up but it's very very twisty it's it kind of it's eerie um and very spicy so <laughs> all the things hey. yeah. <laughs> i think for me we read this actually last year my best friend's exorcism <gasps> that's mine oh, yeah okay keep i going. <laughs> i really liked 
that book. Um, I could not watch the movie. <laughs> oh, really? I know you watched it, M. Yeah. But I got like partway through and I was like, I can't. I just, it was, there's like no big name actors in it. Not that mm-hmm. they were bad, but it was just like kind of cornier. It's, again, it's hard when you have like all these visions in your head of like, yeah. what the characters look like and then they're playing it out on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I like that one. Also, I think Riley Sager, like some of his books, I haven't yeah. read his newest one, but I've heard that it's good. I can picture the cover of that one. It's like a big mansion on a hill. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. With on red. Cliff. Yeah. yeah. Um, is it like the last house or I can't remember what it's called. Last one. Last one's left. Yeah, you get, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what I think about, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, my best friend's exorcism was mine too. It's like literally like the exorcism meets like mean girls. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's like this high school girl, her best friend gets taken over by a demon and it's how she is gaslit by everybody around her telling her like, no, she's fine. She's (laughs) like, she's obviously not fine. Mm -hmm. Like, so the book was really good. Um, Loved it. I actually did like the movie. I mean, the book was better. Um, but it was still kind of fun to like watch it. Also, know? going back to covers of the books, it looks like an old VHS cover. It does. It's yeah, it's cool. From like the 80s. It's pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, you can see it up there. Yeah. It's one of my favorite book covers. It is good. That's, <laughs> a, that's cool. a very like perfect spooky season book. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you guys looking forward to reading this spooky season? Like what's on your list? I have quite a few, so. I was going to okay. say, I've had more added since this, <laughs> since we started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, my first one would be Black Sheep by Rachel Harrison. Um, it's about a girl who leaves her religious community and she, like, can't go back to it. Um, she gets an invite to an event. I think it's, like, from her cousin or something, and it's taking place, like, in the community that she left, and... Um, she starts to like uncover like a terrifying like family secret. So, and it's just like, I don't like, I don't want to say it's, it seems culty, but like, I love like culty books. So like, I just like get that vibe when it's like, you leave like a community and you like can't return. Like, it's just, I've seen like a lot of scary movies where it's like, that's kind of like how like cults are. So, um, that's one. And then Never Lie by Frida McFadden. So that one's about two newlyweds who visit a manor that was once owned by a psychiatrist. And then that psychiatrist disappeared um, four years prior. And a storm hits. They become trapped in the house. And the wife finds, like, these, like, eerie cassette tapes. And these cassettes, like, slowly uncover, like, the events that led up to this, like, psychiatrist's disappearance. And, um, like, the cassettes are, like, full of lies. And then it kind of, like, finds out, like, who the psychiatrist really was. And, yeah. So, um, the next one is The Last House on Needless Street by Katriana Ward. Probably pronounced that wrong. But um, that one is, I'm just going to read, like, the Goodreads summary Mm because it's kind of just, like, Hard to summarize, but this is the story of a serial killer, a stolen child, revenge, death, and an ordinary house at the end of an ordinary street. All these things are true, and yet they are all lies. You think you know what's inside the last house on Needless Street. You think 
You've read the story before. That's when you're wrong. In the dark forest at the end of Needless Street lies something buried, but not what you think. So I just thought that seemed like super like yeah, mysterious and twisty. Um, And then the last one is Drowning by T.J. Newman. And that one's just about a plane that crashes in the middle of the Pacific Ocean and it starts to like sink down. It sinks like 200 feet down in the ocean and all these passengers are trapped in there. But it follows like a family that has kids and they're like trying desperately to like get out of this plane. There's like a rescue squad that's like trying to come get them. Um, But yeah, it's just like pretty much like following this family that's like trying to like escape and it's pretty much impossible but yeah yeah those all sound really good I know I I want to read Black Sheep too yeah I saw that <laughs> when you uh, I like added it to my Goodreads and it's like Emily also shelved this book so. you know talking about like cults I know we've talked about reading this book too but Bunny <gasps> I want to read that too because that's about a cult Ooh. oh so that would be kind of See, we have RT. We're just creating a longer list for <laughs> yeah, ourselves, yeah. but it's okay. Good problem now. Through them, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think for me, um, hidden pictures has moved up the list. <laughs> um, the housemaid. I mm-hmm, know I, I've been yeah. wanting to read that for a while, but that's our October book club book. Yes, um, that was also then, Frida McFadden. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. yep. And then um, another one that I've been kind of wanting to. Uh, get into more mysteries since I like I think this is more of like a true mystery book um it's called in the company of witches um and so I'm gonna read kind of the good the goodreads synopsis um when a guest dies in the b&b she helps her aunts run a young witch must rely on some good old-fashioned investigating to clear her aunt's name and this magical and charming new cozy mystery. So it reminded me, like a lot of people are describing it as Gilmore Girls meets cozy, comfy, like coffee shop vibes. Mm -hmm. And I'm all about that. Every fall, Gilmore Girls is on in the background. And it's (laughs) just, so I'm, and it's a series. um, And this is by Orly Wallace. Uh, the second book is called When the Crow's Away, and I don't know if there's a third book out yet, um, but the covers are, again, really cute. <laughs> so, yeah, Sounds good. those are what I'm looking forward to reading. Yay! <laughs> what about you? Um, mine is Delicate Condition by Danielle Valentine. Have you guys heard of this one? No. So, okay, do you guys watch American Horror Story? Yes. Did you watch? Have you started the new season? No, but I. Is it good? It's good. So, um, the one with Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian, Emma okay. Roberts. So, it's based off this book. And so, it's what I've heard described as like present day Rosemary's Baby. Like, the premise is like about a woman that's like trying to get pregnant. And so, I'm obviously like interested in that piece because like we've read Rosemary's Baby. Um, we watched, Nick and I watched the first episode. And so I'm like, do I need to freaking like cram this book in quick before we get too far into the series? Cause like, I really want to read it. And the soup, the first episode was super good where I'm like very hopeful about this season of American Horror Story. Cause I feel like the first few seasons were great. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And we've really suffered like the past few years of like American Horror Story yeah. like I'm like it's hit or miss for yeah sure. I'm like die hard like I will still watch every season but like 
come on, like give us something. I think it started like dying for me, like when they started cutting the cast, like mm-hmm. the main cast. Like, yeah, I liked when it was like the main cast every single time. I know, and now it's so just, like, is it Sarah? Different. Sarah Paulson isn't hasn't been in it for a while. No, mm-hmm. and she was great. Yeah, is Evan like, Jessica, Peters in it? Jessica, yeah, Jessica Lang. Lang. She's from our hometown, actually. Yeah. Oh my, that's right. Yeah. Her high school best friend, uh, humble brag, watches my parents' dog. Well, she, she like used to own like a doggy daycare, like a shelter, a dog, uh, like boarding place or whatever. Yeah. And like apparently Jessica Lang would like come back and like visit her. I was going to say, does she so, still like, come back? I feel back? like my parents' dog has like met Jessica Lang. <laughs> <laughs> um, next time, make sure that you have uh, them get a picture together. Yeah. That's anyway. so cool. <laughs> I always think about that when I She's watch such a good story. actress. Yeah, she was she great. Is. She was so creepy. Was, uh, yes. yes. In the best way possible. Murder House. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I love that show. And I'm like, we watched the first episode. I'm really into it. And I'm like debating just cranking out that book quick. You know, before. How many pages is it? 400-ish. Knowing you, you can do it. I'm going on a work trip this week. So I'm like, is this my airplane book? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it started out really good. So I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I just need to read it, watch it, digest it, all things. Hmm. Okay. Do you guys want to play a quick game? Yeah. Sure. So I just made this up literally the other day. So it's called Yay or Nay. So I'm going to suggest like common tropes, themes, things that pop up in like thrillers, mysteries, and horror books. And you're going to say yay or nay. Like, yes, you like this. No, like, you can pass on it. You don't like reading about it. Um, Sound good? Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Okay, first one. Unreliable main character. So somebody that has drug addiction, is sleep deprived. Main character's got issues that's making you question if you can trust them or not. Yay. Love it. (laughs) Nay. Really? Really? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they're, they're good, but... I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. I think why. it just adds okay. so much to a book when you can't, like, you don't know, like, You're if not they're, sure if they're yeah. telling the truth or not. It adds, yeah. like, another layer, I think. Yeah. That's true. But it kind of sounds like maybe Gone Girl was that. Kind of. I think, I think for me, it just, like, initially it sounds messy, so I initially am going to say nay. Yeah. But then when I start reading and then I realize how, like, many layers there are to it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then i'd probably say yay so yeah. well probably depends on situation it depends I'll, on yeah yeah where the where the storyline goes because it, initially it sounds super messy and like it could be if done wrong it could yeah. definitely be messy all the dangerous things was unreliable main character wasn't it yep yeah, yeah. that's true and i yeah, didn't really that like that book one. okay so i lied <laughs> <laughs> it's okay that's fine okay you're a yay yay i'm a yay I yay. like I said, yay! <laughs> uh, I just like we need to have like an audio. <laughs> I know we need a button. Day. Yay! Yeah. yeah, no, I just I feel like it adds a lot to a book where you're like, God damn it, like this person. Like, I will say though, I I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but like I don't like when the main character when it's in first person and they lie to you. I read I read a book. But that's the point of an unreliable nah. character. Well, not like that, though, but, like, I I don't want to even tell you guys. I'll tell you after if you don't want to read it. But, like, I can't tell you even the name of the book because it's spoiling the ending. But, like, I literally read this, like, thriller mystery book that, like, 
it was first person point of view. And the narrator was talking about all these like, you know, horrible things that were happening, whatever. And like who done it like blah, blah, blah. And then she was like, it was me like at the end, like, like she's okay. the villain. And it's like, you didn't even give the reader a chance to yeah. question that because you were playing victim the whole time. So it's like, I just don't think that's really fair. That's like the only thing I don't like. Okay. okay. That makes sense. But if it's like somebody who's just like got a lot of issues or whatever, and you're just like, did they do it? Did they not? They never said whether they did or didn't. Yeah. Like, like yeah. if they believed like, they didn't do it, but they actually did. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. like, it's not like they're lying to you. It's yeah. just like. Because everyone's truth is their truth, right? That's so true. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's my only like caveat there. Okay. Next one. Psychological thrillers. Kind of the same as like unreliable main character, but it's like where the main character is like questioning a lot of things. They're being gaslit by people around them. Things aren't really what they seem. It's kind of a mind game. Yay. 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 Yeah. Similar to that where it just kind of makes you think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Copycat serial killer. Mm. So that's like where there's like a notorious serial killer in this small town back in the day. 20 years later, it's happening again. Mm-hmm. Halloween, anybody? Yeah, see, I like Halloween. I don't know if I've read anything. Was was the good lie copycat serial killer or no? Um, I can't remember. No, it was just a serial killer. Okay. I don't think I've like read anything with that. I'm trying to think if I watched any movies. Again, I think it has to be done right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a nay for that one because you are? I have read a couple books like that and I was kind of bored. Okay. It's just, like, is it too predictable? Well, I feel like it's maybe just mystery where they're trying to solve a crime. They're okay. like, okay, the, either the serial killer was supposedly dead or is locked up or whatever. And it's like, why is it happening again? I guess I just haven't seen it done well in so a book. Are they written like based off of real serial killers or just like the the serial killer in the story and then there's another person who's trying to copy it? That's okay. like what I've read. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I haven't really read anything like that. So I feel like I can't really say if I would like yeah. it or not. Yeah. But that's fine. Yeah. Okay. This happens in a lot of books. Blame the husband. It's like... <laughs> It's, like, the obvious thing. I think it's been done too many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not, I, guess I, I guess I'm maybe, like, in between because, yes, I've read a lot of books where that's the premises and I've enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. Would I want to – but I don't know if I would keep going for that again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you're first starting to get into reading, sometimes – those books maybe are more enticing, but then as you get further along in your reading, it's just overdone. It just is kind of it becomes yeah. overdone. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I don't know. Yeah, I'm like in between on that. I think I'm a nay because in a lot of books it's kind of a distraction, and you know it's not the real deal. Exactly. Where they're like, oh, over here, like the husband did it, like because. Honestly, in real life, that tends to be the situation. Right. We Domestic see it enough violence. in real life yeah. that it's like when it's in the bo- in a book, it's like, okay. Like you know it's not actually the case because yeah. you're like, that's too obvious. You're distracting me from what's really yeah. going on. So I'm kind of over, over that, I think. 
Um, what about like locked room or held captive? Yay. I think yay. Yay. As long as there's no rape scenes. Yeah. Have you guys read Room? No, I that I've I immediately thought of that book when that que- mm-hmm. when you talked about that question. Yeah. Um, and as long as like there's no, I mean, I know that there's a child involved in that one too. As long as they're, I don't know, I'm not about like child abuse or anything like that either. Yeah. I liked that book. Okay. That was that was done well, where it was like uncomfortable, but also like a really good story. Mm-hmm. But like. I guess I haven't read anything where I've had to actually, like, experience anything super traumatic, like, reading about it. But, like, that's where I would probably, like, draw the line. Okay. That's good to know. Because that's been on my TBR for a while, too. That came out a while ago, didn't it? That's a really good book. I think you would like it. Have you seen the show? No. Was it a movie? Yeah, it stars Brie Larson. It's really good. The movie's good, too. I haven't read the book, but the movie's really good. They're both good. I recommend, like, reading it and then watching the movie. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that's always the way to go. Yeah. (laughs) If you've learned anything in this episode, yeah. it says read the book. It takes longer to read a Unless book. Unless it's Rosemary's you... Baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what about secluded location? Like bad weather or like no cell service? I would say yay. I, yeah, yeah. Yay. I've only read like one or two with that. I feel like there's so many different ways you can do it. Yeah. It's not, it's not going to seem overdone because it can be done so many different ways. Yeah. There's so many mm-hmm. different settings and. Yeah. Yeah. I would say yay, too. I want to read No Exit by Taylor Adams. Have you guys seen that one? No. Mm-mm. I think there's actually, like, a show, a show like, made about the book, too, now. That would be fun to watch. But it's, like, I think it's, like, a bad weather situation where there's, like, this group of people that are, like, all secluded in some lodge, like, in a mountain, and there's something sinister like afoot. Like sort of. <laughs> yeah, maybe not, like, that eerie, though. But, okay. like, yeah. So, I feel like that would be interesting. Um, who done it? Uh, yay! But if it's done right, yep. Agreed. I agree. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> naive main character. Uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> they so annoy me. <laughs> it's so I funny. I wrote that one because I knew you were gonna be annoyed by it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because, like, as an adult, now you're just like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. be so naive. No, they piss me it's off. It's kind of hard to read sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's the staple of a horror movie, though. I know. Like, you, you hear a funny d- noise and, like, the main girl. character's like, I'm going to go check it out. I'm like, are you serious? I scream at <laughs> the in TV. A, in, in a white tank top with no bra. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> yep. She got the get up. She's yeah. going to go yeah. check it out. She's got to go check stabbed. it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, they piss I me have off a hard so time much. with those ones. They've been overdone, I think, too, a little bit, especially in the movies. Maybe yeah. books, not so much, but. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then, like, it has to be done in movies because, like, if they don't do it, then we're, like. Yeah, they're just going to hide in a corner. Where's the, the movie? movie? <laughs> yeah. If they're going to be smart, there's no movie. Like, right. Yeah, yeah, I think I'd probably rather watch it than read it. I almost I like the why. spoof movies better. What's that one movie called? Oh, what is it? Get Out? That's like not like that. They did a good job because like I never have like I never thought during that movie. I'm like, you're so dumb. Like, go somewhere else. Like, he was so smart about it, I feel like. Mm-hmm. But like it still made like a good movie, you know, that is a really good movie. Yeah. 
that movie freaked me out in just like a mind boggling sort of way. Yeah. But like, it's just like, well done. Like how they don't need a naive mm-hmm. main character. Yeah. Like you can do it. <laughs> why yeah, it can why be are you done. making it them all dumb? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it. I'll have to watch it's that. Good. You haven't? No. Have you seen Us? No. Oh. Yeah, you should watch those. Okay. What is Us? You haven't seen that either? No. It's by, um, oh my freaking God, what's that guy's name? You're Key, turning into me. From, <laughs> from Key and Peel. So yeah, oh. I'm blanking on his first name, but Peel. Yeah. So he um, has made like multiple horror movies. He They've all Get been Out good. Too. He did Get Out. He yeah. did Us. He did um, I know nope. what you're, yes, I know what you're talking about. Smile. Yes. Michael and I have did been wanting smile? to watch How these. He did Candyman. I know exactly what you're talking about yeah. now. Yep. Get Out and Us are freaky. Okay. <laughs> Those are great horror movies. And he did, you said Nope, right? Yes. That was like a good oh, one recent one, right? That's like the that's alien, alien invasion. One. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's the one I'm that's thinking That's a pretty of. good one too, but I okay. like the other two better, I think. I feel okay. like he might have did Smile. Is that what it's called? Yeah. I don't know if he did though. What? Oh my God. I'm feeling like such a dick now. I need to look up his name. Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. I was going to say... I don't remember. But anyway, that's him. He makes great horror movies. Um, but yeah, he used to be a comedian. The Key and Peele show. Yeah. Do, I, do they still do comedy? I thought maybe they did. Maybe Maybe not. they do. I don't know if they still keep up with it. I just remember like watching their like skit where they do like the football players. Those names. are my favorite. Aaron. <laughs> yeah. Yup. Yeah. Jamar Shamar yeah. Wilson. <laughs> Those are the best. They're yeah, so those are funny. funny. Um, all right. A couple more for you guys. Haunted house or haunted location? Yes. Yay. 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 Yeah. It's I like forgot the game for a second. I thought it was like, <laughs> which one? <laughs> so I was like thinking about it. Which one do I like better? Um, all right. Last one. The final girl. What? The final girl. The final girl. Where, like, everybody gets picked off at the end except for the final girl. Like, Halloween. Friday the 13th. Mm. So, there's, like, one girl at the end. Nay. I'm kind of indifferent. It's hard because I really love the Halloween movies. Michael really got me into, like, Mm -hmm. those movies. And I really do enjoy them and like them. Yeah. But it can be a little cliche or just kind of, like. I feel like it's overdone, too. Yeah. So, I'm kind of indifferent about it. Yeah. I think I'm I'm in the same place as you where, like, it is such a staple that, like, I appreciate all those old, like, movies that used it, mm-hmm. but I feel like it could be a cliche in a book if not done well. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, depends. But yeah, that's the game. Wow. Are we done? <laughs> I think that's it. That was all of my questions. Oh. Uh, I had so much fun with you guys. Thank you so, so much yeah, for coming you. on. It's so fun. I feel like so honored. <laughs> I was I'm so nervous, again. but 100%. I will yeah. definitely come back. It's fun to get like fresh new perspectives. I know. We're like, like new recommendations. And yeah. We're like, we need to bring like fresh perspectives into the podcast on a regular basis. Yeah. But it's fun because then I get ideas too from you guys. Yeah. So. yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I wish I'd been like writing stuff down. Oh, well, well, I just have to listen back. Yeah. I just have to listen. Yeah. Yeah. It's up. It's going to be on the internet forever now. So it's forever. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us today. Thank you, Ashley, for coming on. Thank you so much. Loved having you. Um, next week, tune in to Tender is the Flesh. It's going to be a pretty good episode, I think. going to be weird. <laughs> it's going to be very weird. I cannot wait to listen to you. Yeah. <laughs> what you guys think of it. Yeah. Um, we're gonna have your my, brother-in-law. <laughs> yeah, my brother-in-law, Chris, is going to be on it. So, yeah, I'm excited to see and hear his thoughts, see what is, <laughs> how he liked it. But, uh, yeah, so tune in next week. Um, go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Our giveaway video is still up if you want to win a copy of Fourth Wing. Um, you just follow the rules under that video. It's labeled giveaway video. Um, yeah, so thanks for tuning in. Thanks, guys. Bye.